listeners um in today's news hit northern rock sold to 61 year old virgin uh set blatter honky cracker stephen glover silly bugger okay um we'll start with the first one shall we <coughs> right then listeners northern rock sold to a 61 year old virgin this is the news uh, nev that richard branson has bought out northern rock bless him he's going to open up the first bank in space i mean this is uh, the crazy british billionaire the entrepreneur the guy that made a business out of a telephone box that has now snapped up the old bank associated with the 2007 crash for about 740 million pounds yeah which is about half what the taxpayer paid for it when we bought it in 2008 yeah so he's got quite a good deal there hasn't he because yeah. he hasn't bought the bad bit. Once the government bought it with our money, they then split it in two. Okay. Yeah. So you've got the high street bank with all you know, people's current accounts and yeah. you know, a few mortgages, which isn't doing too badly. Yeah. And then you've got the enormous gaping black hole, which is the one that went, oh, structured investment vehicles made up with loads and loads of mortgages and people who can't pay for them. Fantastic. Yes, we'll have as many of those as you've got. <laughs> so he hasn't bought that bit. So he hasn't we bought, still own that. He bit. hasn't bought that big hole in the ground in no, Newcastle. He hasn't bought the enormous money vacuum part of Northern Rock. He's just bought the bit that's going to make money. Right, OK. So <laughs> it seems a bit weird how the government would split up the operations. One into just an ordinary high street bank, just keep that the same. Mm. And the other one's just a big gaping hole in the middle of Newcastle. With no hope of ever yeah. making any money. And if you walk anywhere near that hole, all the money in your wallet will be sucked into it. Oh. In fact, you'll be clinging on to the edge of this hole by your fingernails as all the financial value is sucked out of you, okay. leaving just an empty husk. And that's the bit that the taxpayers got. That's the bit we've got. Right. That's us. The bit Richard Branson got is the little place in the high street. All right. And the name, of course. Yeah. So when his spaceship takes people up to the edge of the atmosphere, yeah. there'll be a branch up there. Brilliant. That's great, isn't it? Well, you need, might need cash when you're out there. Virgin are offering you the opportunity to take photo with the moon or something. Well, exactly. I mean, photo might... next to Neil Armstrong's yeah. old suit. I mean, he's going to have the trolley there, isn't he? Yeah. Selling souvenirs of your trip. Yeah. If you're a bit short of money, you need a cash machine. Yeah. Stop off up there in orbit. Um, Two quid to use the cash machine out in space. Yeah, cheeky know. bastards. Well, all part of the experience, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Buy a piece of, I don't know, um, space. Yeah. They're, they're quite willing to sell it to you. They've got loads <laughs> of it on their trolley. Guaranteed bottled space. It's a bit of a wily But character. it's $100,000 a bottle. Yeah. When a lot of people don't carry that on them, so no. obviously you need a cash machine. Yeah. That's counting out space dollars. What's the conversion rate from pounds to space dollars? Uh, about one to one. Right. Roughly, yeah. So obviously the cash machine's going to have to be restocked on a regular basis. Yeah. Because people take it out 100,000 at a time. Okay, you know. He does print 50,000 notes. Yeah. But even so, how many people does a space plane carry? Oh, thousands. Thousands, yeah. Yeah, so he's on to a winner, yeah? Yeah, he's always on to a winner. And also he can rename his trains Northern Rock Trains. He can rename Virgin Atlantic Northern Rock Atlantic. Yeah. What about Virgin Bank, Virgin Money? Virgin Money, he'll probably rename Northern Rock. Yeah. As well, balloons will be called Northern Rock. Yeah, because let's face it, his balloons usually end up in sinking like a stone, don't they? <laughs> yeah. So that's quite appropriate. Yeah, he's a bit of a wily character, isn't he, old Richard Branson? He's known for these types of deals, getting the best 
deal out of... Yeah, he's known for a lot of, uh, sort of shady dealings, shall we say. I yeah. know there was a point when AMI refused to sell him any more CDs to his record chain unless he settled his outstanding bill. There's also the thing about the magic shuffle he does with his various companies' accounts. Right. Regularly filing them late and then a strange order which you would almost think meant that he actually had one little chunk of money that he kept shuffling around his various different businesses. Right. Not that that would possibly be the case, of course. Right. It's just a little bit of, um, they got so many accountants and they can't do it all at once, so they all do it in stages. That'll be it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, it's Necker Island going up in flames. You know, Kate Winslet running out <laughs> of the burning house with Richard Granson's mum held a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, the insurance for that must be fantastic, which, of course, is just a bonus. Yeah. And that's just the relief that Richard Branson must be feeling. Like, Thank God I have the place insured. Who do you have it insured with? Uh, hopefully not Northern Raw. Or Virgin Money. Mm. Use it! Right then, should we move on to something a little bit a little bit lighter? This is Set Blatter, Honky Cracker. Indeed, this is Set Blatter. I obviously, you know more about this, um, being a follower of sport than me. Yeah. But it seems that Set Blatter has, um, again, done what he does best <laughs> and infuriated the entire world yeah. by saying, racism, racism isn't a problem in football at all. This is immediately after about seven separate incidents of racism occurred, not only internationally, but in but domestic football. Football yeah. as well. Yeah. He says it's not happening. It's just a case of somebody says, you know, why don't you fuck off and die, you nigger bastard? Yeah. Then the nigger bastard in question should just come forward and say, shake on it? Let's shake and forget what he's said then. Forget yeah. That. yeah. Well, I, I can't see why anyone would have a problem with that. Yeah. You? Um, oh, God, Seb really might not be able to get away with this one, can no. he, actually? No. He's got, let's face I mean, it, he's got away with a lot already, actually, yeah. now. If, if I can go he's list. Got away with a few things. If I can list a few of the things that he has got away with. There were the comments about homosexuals um, not being homosexual in Qatar. They can go to Qatar, but just right. don't be homosexual. Don't be homosexual. Yeah, <laughs> while right. you're in Qatar. Yes, yeah. yeah, stiffen your wrists. <laughs> yeah, stiffen your wrists, lower your voice by half yeah. an octave. And pull your trousers up. Yes. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> nail them shut. Yeah. Don't take your trousers off for the entire duration of the World Cup in Qatar. And um, um, you'll be fine. There was the outrage when he suggested that England had overreacted in stripping John Terry of his national captaincy over racism and other allegations with... And shagging everyone. Shagging everyone, yeah, as well. There was, when he compared Cristiano Ronaldo's move from Manchester United to Real Madrid, he compared it to slavery. Well, indeed, yes, which it was. It was for the poor man. (laughs) And then, obviously, last week, there were the uh, gripes with FIFA about the poppy. He banned the poppy. He did. And that really got, like, some daily poppy was a political symbol of the war party. He's now come out and said, being a honky, as he is, racism isn't a problem. Which, if you're white, it generally isn't. No. You go to some countries and it is a problem, but obviously Sepp Blatter doesn't go to those countries. He just sticks around Europe where there isn't a race problem if you're white. So there isn't a race problem. It's that simple. Yeah, so he's got a track record of opening his gob first and then thinking about it later. I mean, uh, Sepp Blatter has retracted those statements. It's very handy making retractable statements, isn't it? Because in the old days, all these statements were external. Yeah. 
and they were just bolted on, and once they were out there, they were out there for all to see. Right. But Sepp Blatter has perfected the retractable statement, right. which makes him much more streamlined. I don't know how you can do that. Uh, we should probably learn to he do has that. a hatch, basically, is in there? space. Where does it go? Just, it comes out, out again for it everyone comes to see. Out for everyone to see. Yeah. And then if people go, ugh, they're not very keen on that one, well, back in again. press the little button, and bing, it rolls back up and it retracts. Right, OK. And it's like it was never there, and you can't see the join. That's, that's handy for him anyway mm. well the BBC reported that he tweeted we have done several joint activities to raise awareness on the struggle against racism in South Africa FIFA has a long standing and proud record in the area of anti-discrimination which will continue so in his retraction he basically pointed out that FIFA is actually the bastion of anti-racism yeah. okay? now what is anti-racism is I it kind of like racism but the other way what like, like racism to white people like calling you a honky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you cracker. That's what anti-racism <laughs> is. So FIFA's right. a bastion of that. Every day when Seth Platter rolls into work at FIFA, yeah. he's faced with some Nigerian bloke on the desk <laughs> making racist insults about white people. As soon as his back's turned, this bloke's put a tyre over his neck and he's taunting him with a cigarette lighter. Yeah, saying, um, still running your farm? But... Um, yeah, so poor old Sepp Blatter, he's facing this anti-racism every day at work. Yeah. But he will do this, he will do this happily, because it cancels out the racism. If there's enough anti-racism going on, yeah. then it cancels out the racism. And yeah. that's his way forward. Right, OK. But we can probably see why he would say that there was no racism going on there, because mm. the only thing that he experiences every day is when he goes into work. Abuse. Yeah. And the other way around. Mm. Anti-racism. Oh, right, OK. Well, that's, that makes a lot of sense, I well, think. There you yeah. are. Once you put yourself in his shoes, you can see his point of view. Right. Right, OK, listeners. So there has also been, actually, before we do move on, calls for him now to resign, actually. Are they from black people? Um. No, actually. They're from white people, I think. That's even more bizarre. And that's neutral racism. That's white people attacking a white person. Well, what would you call that, then? Um, normal, I suppose. Okay. That's normal. OK. Well, there's been some normal going on. There's then. been some normal. There's been a lot of normal going on yeah. recently against Seth Blatter. Um, Britain's vice president of FIFA, Jim Boyce, said, I was very surprised to hear the president's remark, but have been pleased that both he and FIFA have come out to try and clarify the situation. But... BBC Radio 5 Live's Hugh Robinson said, Yes, I can't see there's anything terribly new in this. We've been saying this for some time. What Seth Blatter said in this country is just completely wrong, as well as being morally indefensible. If you're going to put pressure on FIFA, it's going to need more than an outcry in, in this country, and I think that commercial pressure uh, in the end will tell. Football in Great Britain has made fantastic progress to show racism the red card. I mean, I don't know why they've been sending off racism. Well, and that in itself is... is Do they realise that that's not actually going to help if you just show a red card Mm. at a racist act? I mean, people are not going to get that. I don't understand. If you show a black card, then people might tweet, mightn't they? Yeah. A red card for racism. There's no red people. Well, technically... Yeah. I suppose it's the Red Indians. Show racism. That in itself is a racist term. Yeah. So you should be showing a black card if it's racist against black people, or a yellow card if it's racist against Asians, or a white card, indeed, if it's anti-racism. Yeah. And a transparent card if it's just normal. So when Jim Boyce was commenting about Seth Blatter... You hold a piece of perspex to him. That's an overhead projector paper. Yeah, it's just clear. He continues to say that this excellent work is undermined when the president of football's international going body makes such despicable comments. He should resign. So do you reckon he'll be around next week? 
I should think so. He survived everything else. He's going to be president of FIFA till he dies, isn't he? And then he'll hand it on to his son. That's the way things work in top end of football, isn't yeah. it? Unfortunately, these banana republics like FIFA. Yeah, they're not even a member of the UN, are they? No, no. Well, there you yeah. are. Who can trust them then? Oh well. Okay, we'll move on. Hitting all over the news. So, oh, oh, brilliant. It's Stephen Glover, silly bugger time. We no longer need to fear the jackboot. He's worked out World War II's over. Stephen Glover is telling the Daily Mail readers, it's all right, war's over. War's over. <laughs> there's, there's Daily Mail readers in the streets just jumping for joy. Exactly. Have you seen a Daily Mail bloke or a woman with a copy of the Daily Mail in their hand? Running down the street. Oh, it's, it's over, the war's over! Yeah. <laughs> or holding a street party, putting out the bunting. <laughs> it's because Stephen Glover has enlightened them. Yeah, the war's over. Yeah, they've all been wondering, where's my call-up papers? They've been waiting. I'm sure. I'm, 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 I really want to give the Jerry's a good old stick to do their bit. Save Britain. They've been willing. But why isn't the government calling me up? So, no, no, it is all over. Stephen Glover has um, noticed this and felt the urge to share it with his readers. Yeah. Although, we have a great deal of fear from German bossy boots. Oh, damn it. Yeah. So what, what's the, what's the crack the, then? Well, the Germans are now making these boots right. that talk. This is their revenge. Well, and, and originally, these boots obviously were quite polite. Well, they were made for walking, but right. now they're made for talking. By these boots, in all innocence, because they don't do this in the shops, you walk out, oh, I've got a lovely pair of boots it's here. It's delightful. Made yeah. in Germany, yeah. quality, they'll yeah. last. Yeah. And you put the boots on, and they go, you fat fuck. Get a move on. Yeah. Eat less. Do a bit of bloody exercise. Save more. Yeah, of course they do it with a German accent just yeah. to infuriate you more. <laughs> Are you quite sure that's wise? What are you doing? <laughs> They're criticising it. You're booted. You can't get the bloody things off. You start off. walking to like... They've got of... a kind of clamp on the yeah. top that just you know, digs teeth into your calves. Yeah. And you can't get these boots off for the rest of your life, and they're always criticising you. Yeah. They'll insult your mates as well. <laughs> yeah, you go around to see your poor elderly mother, and goes, Oh, haven't you popped your clogs yet, your bag? <laughs> and she thinks it's Do you know you're costing taxpayer these thousands of pounds every year? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. You're walking along to the socialist meeting just to go meet your, your socialist buddies, and it won't let you walk through no, the no. marches you off back down to the job centre. Yeah. You go on holiday, these boots you up at four in the bloody morning, march you down to the swimming pool, yeah. and throw you into a saddle anger. Uh, You're yeah. like, no, it's not me. It's not <laughs> me. I'm British. I'm still pissed from last night. But the boots have got you. They, you, know, you can't get away. Unless you actually drag yourself. You, you've got to have pretty powerful arm muscles yeah. to drag yourself away from this lounger. In fact, the only thing you can do is drown them. Really? That works. If you drown yeah. boots, you drown goes. these boots. Okay. And they let go. They die. They go, I'm drowning. I'm drowning. <laughs> Save me. And you're free. So that's the only thing you can do. Um, Thanks, Stephen Glover, for pointing Cheers, Stephen Glover. So Stephen Glover's headline reads, We no longer need to fear the jackboot, but we have a great deal to fear from German boss I've boots. often feared jackboots. Yeah? Yeah. I can't go in a shop if there's a pair in the window. No. No. Uh, but yeah, we've got a great deal to fear from German bossy boots. This is an article basically talking about how powerful Germany has become since 1941. It reads, Germany has not been so powerful since 1941 when most of Europe was under her sway and her army was carving its way through the Soviet Union. 
I obviously do not mean to suggest the country is again a hell bent. Having put that in your mind, yeah. I don't mean no. to suggest. By that. saying yes. it, I don't mean yes. to suggest. Yes. That was a yes. slip of the tongue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously, Stephen. It wasn't planned at all. It just no. popped out. Sorry about but that. My point is that post-war Germany has finally come of age. Indeed, right. They've had a party, right? They, to Indeed. celebrate it. Yeah, yeah. And Germany can drink now. Oh, can it? Mm. Brilliant. Yeah. That's fantastic. He'll be taking driving lessons soon. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, just to finish off with what Stephen Glover, City Burger, is talking about, if you're at home now and you're watching the news and you can see all these leaders being toppled by Angela Merkel, he is asking you to shit your pants. Yeah. And... What that means for us is, um, well, Stephen Glover is basically calling us back to arms again. He is. You will get your call up soon. Yeah. You've been waiting. It's coming soon. It's in the post. Okay, well, thank you. Any last words then, Ned? Something really good said, I should think. Okay, alright then. Uh, well, it's a said from Nev, and it's a bye from me, uh, and I'll see you next week then, listeners. Bye bye. Bye.